Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Merry Christmas and a happy holidays to everybody out there. Gordon, how you doing? I'm doing well, Jake. Uh, how are you, my friend? I'm great. How were how were the holidays? How did and the family all still oh, here? How's it know, all going? It's all good to have the family around. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a good time of year. I I enjoy the holidays, uh, and we hope all of our listeners had. As uh, as good an experience as you can have. Uh, everybody's in a different place, different situations. Some people are home for Christmas. Some people aren't. Uh, some people are happier than others. But uh, we wish the best for all y'all. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, a lot of a lot of the holidays kind of spread throughout this week. So hopefully, the the good times continue. Holidays are stressful. There's a there's lot. A, there's a lot to them. There's a lot going on. I I, I was uh, texting back and forth with a friend, and he said um, he was indicating to me that he he ran out of gas essentially, that uh, he just got to the point of could not go on essentially. Reached so, the end. Yeah, and so I said, man, you should you should have seen. I mean, my wife is a, is a hero in my mind, but she was. She was wrapping presents, uh, stuffing stockings, cleaning up stuff, uh, cooking meals, and I was right there in the trenches with her, you know. But she was—I I, just—by the end, by Christmas night, I just looked at her like, "How could you? How how have you done this? It's a miracle." See, the reason you're saying this is because you were nowhere near those trenches. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you, and you feel bad, so you need to give her an abundance of credit because, you know. You're, I, you're, I, one, I did help, and two, someone footed the bill. I don't think your snoring helped. <laughs> well, anyway, we had a we had a wonderful but busy uh, stretch, mm-hmm. and that's what happens when you have all the kids, uh, all your own kids, who are my, in my case, they're all grown, and then six grandkids. And I know a lot of people have a lot more than that, but when you're trying to cover all those bases, it can you can be hopping. Pretty hard to fall asleep on the couch with all those people around. <laughs> but somehow you, you managed to. <laughs> Not true. Well, oh, let's say it this way. I got I got to bed before my wife did. Yeah, that did happen. Hey, I'm just glad you could admit it. That's good. But it's not like I was just a bump on a log. Mm. I was in a bump on a yule log. Mm. 
I'll, I'll tell you this, the whole uh, assembly thing on Christmas Eve. How'd that, that go? That, that really stinks. Uh, you know? You, you had a certain... You had a certain kitchen to uh, yeah, we, assemble. We got uh, we got the toddler a, a toy kitchen, which which was awesome, and it, and it was so fun to 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 see her find it. You know, in the in the morning. It now was, it is, was it was great. But is the but, oven uh, mistakenly connected to the refrigerator? Did you just no, we got it, it up. No, we got it. We we got it. But it, you know, you you picture these things in your mind, like. Oh man, we'll just we'll throw it up. It'll take about you know fifteen twenty oh, never, minutes, never. and then uh, you know we'll we'll watch the end of the BYU game. This will <laughs> this will be terrific. And uh, yeah, it was it much more time consuming. Well, wow. the way BYU played in that game, they uh, looked like they were uh, busy assembling a kitchen set too. Well, let's uh, mind didn't look like it was uh, where it should have been. Well, let's let's segue here into the list. We are uh, we are at the warehouse. Uh, we're out and about today, 1967 South, 300 West, right here in Salt Lake. We have jazz gear for you. If you want to uh, come pick up something for yourself, come pick up uh, something. If you want to grab something for a, a late gift, feel free. Come by. And, of course, the the best deals on uh, furniture, mattresses, adjustable beds, uh, pretty much everything under the sun in the world, Indeed. Gordon. In the world. In fact, um, our friend Bert is uh, is teching today. And of course, uh, Bert is the son of one uh, of uh, of one Dirk Facer of yes. the Deseret News, of course. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess the the Facers, Dirk and uh, and his lovely lovely wife, gave themselves a very nice adjustable bed and mattress from the warehouse oh, for see? for Christmas. Smart people, yeah. mm-hmm. smart people. Uh, by the way, did you hear that Bert? Uh, his we uh, we threw a little gas on his uh, on his love life. Well, this was what a couple of weeks ago when we had Dirk on. Yes, and and we were talking about needing to find you know, Bert, uh, somebody to to be interested in. Yes, and, and we decided to help. Well, and we announced it on the show, and we got a bunch of calls, uh, very qualified candidates. Maybe well, actually, the relatives of fairly qualified candidates were yeah, calling in, right? And uh, apparently, one uh, one of the uh, situations is uh blooming so we said okay well blooming they're 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 talking and so <laughs> let's let's not get ahead of ourselves but maybe the seed has been planted yeah we'll see uh we'll see how that goes from here and now, don't put too much pressure on it no Gordon. no we know no you're I gonna mean, blow this hey, way no, out of proportion no no, no. if it happens it happens it's got to follow its natural course but uh bert when's the date the day. Oh, uh, uh, I thought there was a. I thought no, you they've had... just been communicating. Oh, okay. I thought. Have you not asked her out yet? Uh, she just has a complicated schedule. You ah. know, I, w- I want to take it. Take it. Sl- I as as do I have a complicated. Oh, yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah, well, very so. important. Very yes, important. Very important. But she sounds like a ver- a wonderful. Uh, she's great. Uh, she's fantastic. She she's everything her father advertised her to be. Excellent. All right. Well, keep us up to date. So all right. Uh, okay. So let's not put the wagon ahead of the horse. Right. Yeah. I, I have a feeling you're gonna. You know, put, too, put too much pressure on this thing. I won't, That's it. I won't do that. But I got to admit, I, I I would be thrilled if something came of it. All right. Well, here's to hoping. Yeah. Uh, so drop on by. You can meet Bert. 1967 <laughs> South 300 West. <laughs> and if you're between uh, the, the ages of uh, 20 and uh, 27, is about right? Uh, and, uh, and you have something to offer, Bert, come on by. It'll continue. You know, what, you're getting him a backup plan? Is that what you're 
Well, like you said, nothing is really. That's true. It's there's no commitment here. Yeah, true. Uh, real quick before we get to Gordon's list, it is Friday after all. Austin, how'd uh, how'd Christmas go? How, did you uh, you guys make it through? A lot of family time. Well, unlike your houses, uh, Santa Claus came to my house uh, and uh, stuffed the stockings and also uh, built my daughter a, a toy kitchen that she came down the stairs to Christmas morning. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Santa comes, but you have to do it. You have to do your part, too, right? I mean, huh. uh, Jake Santa came to Jake's home, and, but Jake also was giving a gift to his it, True. And actually, we uh, in our house made a, made a deal with Santa because we're, you know, a little bit... Uh, you know, we want to come off as the, the, the popular parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa was not going to bring her the biggest, coolest gift. That, oh. was, not, that was not in the arrangement. Oh. Uh, Santa was, was bringing other things, but the, the biggest, coolest gift, that was, that was mom and dad. You get the credit for that one. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was mom That's and not dad. Bad, not, that bad, not bad planning, yeah. But it, it was oh. a wonderful day. Thank you for asking. Good. Glad to hear it. All right. It uh, what, wait, what do you mean? Wait, hold on. What Everyone's mean, sick at my house. We had to take the baby to Instacare. My wife's been throwing up since Christmas Eve. It was not great, okay? But hey, let's pretend. So so the the plague has hit the Horton household on Christmas. How predictable. Looked like uh, the White Walkers from uh, Game of Thrones at our place. <laughs> how, how predictable. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear And another that, thing, it snowed. <laughs> But then, before I could get out there with my snowblower, it melted. So, oh, I didn't even think about that. So you didn't even get to use your snowblower. No, when I woke up, <laughs> it was really, really snowing, and I was like, "Oh, good, we'll have Christmas." Then I'll fire up the snowblower, go out there, and manhandle this driveway. And by the time I opened the garage door, it was all just slush. Oh, that's so disappointing. Austin has still yet to use his brand new. I'm snowblower. returning it. Oh man! And then we'll have I a snowpocalypse. Austin, I I did I not only did my driveway on Christmas, I I just did my neighbors because you know I felt like being a good neighbor. Mm. <laughs> oh man, up there well, on the heights. I, I, yes, I I'm sure. Really, I mean, it was that bad, huh? It was not that bad, but it was not the best. It was fine. Oh. But yeah, everyone's sick. Come on over, guys. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of actually glad that you're there and we're here. We'll have so. finger foods for dinner. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, Gordon's got a list over there. I'm looking at it. Let's get to it. We do have we we have a, a lot to talk about. Ben Ander, uh, Anderson is going to be on the show. KSL Sports. He also uh, does some pre half and post game work with me. We'll talk about the Jazz with him. So make sure and stay tuned for that live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Gordo, let's get to your list. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. How about from a, a standpoint of other things, the visceral things? Like, do you like a good bucket of popcorn? You like? Uh, uh, do you do you, do you drink, what kind of drink do you drink? What kind of what kind of do you get? Uh, you know, uh, uh, do you get milk duds or do you get dots? The, the, the dippy dots? <laughs> I don't know. Do you do you get the snacks? Time for Gordon's List, brought to you each and every Friday by our friends at Tim Daly Nissan, Southtown. All right, Gordon, let's get to it. 
All right, uh, let's start with the jazz, shall we? And we'll we'll hit some of these things, then we'll circle back and get them throughout the show. Okay. But the Jazz beat the Blazers last night in a romp. Oh, in a close game. At one point, the uh, Jazz led by 23, and they gave that lead up. They did. But they beat the Blazers. And here's the question. That game was interesting because at one point I said, this is the best I've seen the Jazz play all season long. And then, not long thereafter, I thought, how do you give up that kind of lead? And then they came back and uh, put the game away. And you have to give them credit for that. But it seems as though they're doing hard things and they're doing easier things that now look hard. But the Jazz are showing some promise, and everybody is waiting for this team to become whatever it is it's going to be. All right, I, I have some thoughts for you on last night's game because I have uh, did the post game. I've had a little time to, to let it simmer, and I think I can break this. I think this game is a really interesting microcosm of what's going on with, with okay. the, the team this season. Jordan Clarkson, we, we got a glimpse of how important he's going to be because he played really well in the first half. Uh-huh. And the bench was not so bad in the first half. In the second half, uh-huh. he did not play so well. Uh-huh. And by the way, I, I do not mean that to sound critically. He literally got off the plane yesterday morning and was playing NBA basketball that night. Had not practiced with the team. No, he did today, however, and I was, I was down there. Uh, but, you know, give the guy a break. He, he, he hardly knows you know, anything about what the, the system's all about and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. played well in the first half, did not in the second half. What happened when the bench unit came on in the second half, Gordon? Things started to fall apart. Bye-bye 23-point lead, mm-hmm. uh, as we, we've we been used to seeing time and again because the bench unit has been the major issue on this team. And then the the good news, and this is the best news about all these games, is Donovan Mitchell is turning into a, a ice water in the veins, cold-blooded, clutch player. Mm-hmm. And he out-clutched Damian Lillard he last did. night. And And... He's done it in several games the last couple of weeks, and I think that's really important. That's a really important step for him to be taking, and we're continuing to see that. And and the bench isn't entirely fixed with Jordan, but we saw what happens when he played well. You you probably didn't. Okay, there's all kinds of components here, but let's let's start with Donovan Mitchell. You probably didn't hear what Shaq said afterward because the game was on TNT and you were busy doing the post game. I did not hear it. Uh, but Shaq said that he he wished that Donovan Mitchell would be as aggressive as he was in that game last night all the time. Okay, and, I- and he phrased it a different way though. He said he wished he would be the star that he can be every single game. And I get it. I get what he's saying. We've seen that more often of late. Not so much the other night. Against Miami, was it? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But but in a lot of these games recently, we've seen him be that kind of star. And I kind of agree with Shaq, Donovan. If you're good enough to do this five out of five out of eight games, then do it seven out of eight. Do it eight out of eight. So I I'm glad you brought this up because I I really have an opinion on this because right. we played their interview with Joe Ingles. On the post game show, uh, we we tapped into that, mm-hmm. and he asked a question about that to Joe Ingles, and it just made me furious 
because he asked him specifically about the end of the game and why doesn't he play like that more at the end of the game. And the answer is because he's not Russell Westbrook. Because he's not going to be a ball hog all game. That's not what Donovan's mm. game's all about. It just made me furious. Why doesn't he do that all the time? Because he's a good teammate. You know, he spent the first half getting everybody going. And he spent the third quarter taking his team on the run. He spends a large part of the game playing with the bench unit because he's so important, not just because he's going to take every shot every time down the floor. And then in the fourth quarter, it comes down to my best guy has got to beat your best guy, and he becomes that best guy and plays like that when the team needs it. I, that that screamed to me that Shaq is not watching Donovan Mitchell play basketball. Hold on, basketball. No. Hold on that, no. that frustrated Even me. Quinn Snyder has said that he wants Donovan to be more that way earlier in games. Um, actually, I heard Quinn Snyder say two games ago, basically explain what I'm just talking about, that he wants to get his guys going and become a playmaker well, for that, other players. Okay, that's, that's, that's fine. That's that, good. That's fine. And I'm, when, when, I don't know what Shaq is thinking, but when I say that, I, I don't mean it's shoot the ball every time down the floor. That, 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 but be engaged. Be a part of the action. Be the force behind your team. I, I, that's what I mean. And it I, doesn't mean, hey, jack up 35 shots every night. Donovan Mitchell had the perfect uh, box score for yeah. Donovan Mitchell last night. Very efficient. Extremely efficient. If he, you know, twelve of nineteen. Unfortunately, he can't do that every night because no one can do that every night. <laughs> but if um, you can get Michael that, Michael Jordan kind of, could. Oh, Michael Jordan took so many shots in his career. That's Let's true. Go even back even in, the, in the great games against the Jazz, in two of those games, he was fifteen of thirty-five. Let's go back and look at how many shots Michael Jordan was taking. He was not that efficient. I mean, but 12 of 19. He was only the best player to ever play. I'm, I'm not arguing, but okay. let's not pretend he didn't take 30 shots a game and he was this, he took a lot. this incredibly efficient player. But it's because his team needed him to. Fair enough. Three of six from three, Donovan was. Eight of 11 from the foul line. Uh, he had three rebounds, including one offensive rebound. Seven assists, mm-hmm. and only two turnovers. Yeah, that was nice. It's the perfect box score from that guy. And frankly, it's unfair to say, hey, do that every night because he can't. Well, what can but, he do? What can he do? I think he's been incredible this year. Well, he I, has I think been, we're seeing but there have been periods, the, like against Miami, he was not good in that game. And I get it. Even the greatest uh, have off nights and whatnot. Uh, all they're saying, I think, is even this out a little bit and be the star, be the superstar you can be. Yeah, I don't think Donovan has been the issue with this team. No, I, no one's I saying, think, that. No I one think his, saying that. I think his play has been at a superstar level. I, I really do. Has and we'll been see lately if he, on mo- in most of these games. We'll see if he gets the recognition for it. But he started off the season hot too. I mean, he's been he's been good. He has he is not or anywhere close to the reason why the Jazz are not second or third in the Western Conference. No, right that, that that much is true. And by the way, how are we doing on our uh, bet uh, that he would average twenty five points a game? It was not twenty five. Yeah, remember twenty six. And uh, he's not quite there. Last time I checked, was it twenty six? It was twenty six. Because you started at twenty eight. <laughs> we lowered it to, to twenty five. No, we did not. We did not. Austin, we're going to have to dig through the audio on that. I no, thought we took uh, it to we actually 25. don't have to dig through we, it. It's... We don't have the audio. No, we have it. We just don't need to dig through it because it was twenty six. It was for sure. Uh-huh. Yes, and it's twenty five point one right now. He's so. at twenty five point one. Uh-huh. you're not too right, far well, off. Hurry up, Donovan. That's what I'm saying. Be the star that you can be. 
God, I wish I, he would score more, right, Shaq? <laughs> Take more shots. Come on. But uh, got a bet here. It's it's Mike Conley and the bench. That's both of them. That's that's the story right there well, with this Utah Jazz team thus far this season. As everybody else is either holding up their end of the bargain or exceeding it. Another guy who was absolutely efficient last night at the offensive end, terrific, Joe Ingles. Uh, 10 of 15 from the floor and uh, couldn't miss the three-point shots early on. He missed a few later, but uh, ended up at 26 points. If Donovan Mitchell is going to score 30 points and you can get 26 out of Ingles, uh, that, that's going to help you in a major way. Bogdanovich had a bad night, in my opinion. He hit that one huge three-pointer, but was not efficient. was the opposite of that one of seven from behind the arc. Uh, but Rudy Gobert, let's talk about his influence on that game at the defensive end. Special, and especially... Uh, especially down the stretch, and Rudy that, couldn't that, have been that better. Play at the end where he's where Dame came around and had no clue that Rudy was there, and Rudy just swatted that ball. That was a huge play, and uh, there were others. I mean, he he just was is a force defensively, and it makes it makes me smile a little bit when when a national audience gets to see these guys play like that because they really don't. You know, I mean, there are still people with questions about Rudy Gobert. Yeah. No, there there are. And there are quite, you know, there's parts of Rudy's game that could get better, just like everybody else. I think Rudy would, would probably even tell you that himself. He he was motivated to play last night because Hawan, Hassan Whiteside has yes. been popping off about yeah. being the best rim defender. And uh, Hassan Whiteside was non-existent in fact he hardly got in in the second half and rudy had the i wish i could remember exactly what he said and adrian had this last night austin i don't know if we could dig it out maybe we'll save it for later in the show uh but uh but rudy was asked about that comment and and rudy said something along the lines of well tell his coach to play him at the end of the game then (laughs) it was a great one-liner from rudy classic so answer this question when we come back will jordan clarkson heal the Jazz's bench. All right, we'll get to it coming up next. We're live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Our good friend Race jumping on now. And uh, first of all, how are you, Race? How are you things? Know, I had a great Christmas. I hope good. you did too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, real, uh, real quick before we jump into uh, all the great deals, and, and trust me, they are great deals. But I just got a tweet right here from Jay. Uh, he tweets at me. He says, my wife and I went to the warehouse last week and purchased two recl- uh, recliners. Got a great deal. Thanks so much for letting us listeners know about this place. And, Race, there's the tweet right there. I'm not, that is I'm great. not making anything that's up. That's what we so, want to hear. Shout out to Jay. Enjoy those recliners. So that's, I thought I'd pass that along to you. So Thank you. What, what kind of damage can we do since uh, Tom's uh, not around? I know. It, that's the only time I get on here, and I know Tom always sweats and worries what I'm going to do. But Tom's away at a wedding today, so he asked me to tell everyone about the specials this weekend at the Salt Lake store and at the Orm store only, just today and tomorrow. So let's do this. You know me. Since Tom isn't here, I always want to make the deals a little bit better than what he does. Uh, Just don't tell him. I'm I'm sure he has the radio on. He's listening. But example, last week, Tom advertised a queen adjustable base, which everyone loves when you go to bed and you have that adjustable base. Oh, man, that is nice. Wireless remote, head and foot lift up. Foot massage, head massage, zero gravity. 
backup battery, child-proof locks, and two memory positions. Check this out. I brought this for you guys so you can see. All right, all right. There is an ad on the Internet for that adjustable base that I'm talking about. How much is it? Uh, ten ninety nine, and it says down below only until tomorrow, and yep. then it goes back up to what? Uh, let's see, sixteen forty, right off the internet. The base alone is a thousand ninety nine dollars. It's going to be even more after the twenty eighth. But Tom offered both the adjustable base and the latex hybrid mattress with you guys just last week for twelve ninety nine. I only have eight of them left, so here's what I'm going to do. If you come in and say, I heard it on the jazz radio station, The Zone, I'm going to make you an offer with the adjustable base and a 14-inch deep latex hybrid queen mattress, eight ninety nine. Ooh, Wow. You're not going to get fired for this, are you? Boom. <laughs> You've outdone yourself, sir. Well done. Come take advantage of it. 1967 South, 300 West. Don't forget about their Orem location on University Parkway as well. Their brand spanking new location at the old Toys R Us building. Check it out. It's the warehouse. More uh, jazz talk, more of the list next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz. Jordan Clarkson is going to be able to have a significantly larger impact than what Dante Exum was going to have. You've picked up a guy who is a bucket getter. His career is really an interesting one. He hasn't played on bad teams. He's played on the worst teams. (laughs) I think it's going to be really interesting to watch how he melds into this Jazz team, evolves his game or doesn't, and plays in games that matter. He's been in the league for seven years. He's played 28 regular season games that matter. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You make me feel so young. You make me feel so spring has sprung. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Come see us, band of the day today. Frank Sinatra brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Selected by Gordon, any particular inspiration or just in the mood for a little Frank? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't go wrong with Frank, chairman of the board, can you? Uh, no, no, I like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I don't I'm listen fan. to Frank on a regular basis, but uh, but uh, I heard some Christmas music he did over the holiday, and uh, got me in the mood for a little Frank. All right, sounds yeah. good. Uh, come see us here at the warehouse. We have jazz gear for you. Uh, all, of course, the best deals on uh, adjustable beds, furniture. I mean, Gordon, um, what are we talking? Coffee tables, end tables, even rugs. They've got a whole warehouse packed full of it here and down in Orem, so come see us. All right, you uh, you threw out a question before the break. Gordon? Yes. Will Jordan Clarkson heal what ails the jazz bench? Um, not entirely, but it's a great help. Is that too middle of the road? Yeah, and I can explain to you what, exactly okay. what I mean. But Okay, I— you know, they still have some issues. Ed Davis <clears throat> isn't the perfect player. 
far from it. There, there's still not a, a huge, you know, dearth of talent all of a sudden. But I'll tell you what Jordan Clarkson does. It puts it. It stops the bleeding initially with the the scoring because those lineups just can't score, and he's going to help that. Yeah. And Dante Exum was in, was giving you almost literally zero points a game, and and Jordan's going to give you significantly more than that. So that's you know that's the the first thing that uh, that needed to be addressed. The other thing is it allows them to do what you've been advocating for all along: start Joe Ingles, and helps them do that because all of a sudden Royce O'Neal is now Jeff Green. And he's a much better player than Jeff Green. So mm-hmm. that will help there. And Joe can stay in the starting lineup where he's obviously playing better. So I think it helps uh, in a couple of different ways. But it allows – it allows it takes the pressure to score off of Royce because now there's another playmaker coming in off the bench. And so he can be more of that Royce O'Neal type role as opposed to, hey, Royce, we need you to score 15, 16 points because there's nobody else to do it on the bench. And it also – gets that immediate or helps that immediate problem, which is scoring when the major players are off the floor. That's something that a lot of people overlook when you talk about bench play. When you bring Mike Conley back, it extends your bench. Right. I mean, and theoretically, it bolsters your starting lineup as well. But and it's, it doesn't ask too much of Royce O'Neal, which is good. He I can wonder, go out there and play his game. I wonder then if the Jazz will play two different kinds of offense – when the starters are on the floor, uh, they will do the blender, do, you know, have the ball pop like that. But when the bench is out there, will they turn the ball over to Jordan Clarkson and let him do his thing? Okay, so I'm, I'm so glad you brought this up because this was certainly something I had my eye on last night. And one game, we can't make any right. definitive conclusions. He hadn't been through practice yet, so... He, it was pretty hard for him to run plays. So there was one specific play in the first half, and uh, both Tim Lacombe and I really took note of this. There was one specific play where he's got the ball in transition, and they're pushing it. And Jordan Clarkson made the eyes-out play to make the pass to Emmanuel Moutier, who then made the pass, the swing-swing, as they call it, over to uh, to um, George Niang, who had a wide-open three, and made it. And both Tim and I looked at each other, and we were like, okay, we just saw not only Jordan Clarkson pass, but then Emmanuel Moutier, of all people, make the extra pass to get his teammate wide open. I thought that was a really good sign. And then in the postgame, one of the first things Jordan Clarkson brought up was how the Jazz style of play in the swing-swing passing and moving the ball. It sounded to me like a guy who recognized what the system was all about and was going to try and find a way to fit in. Now, we'll see what happens. But well, I you would... also saw him go one-on-two, one-on-three on other occasions when he was doing uh, the action himself. We saw that, too. Well, and, and I even had that thought. I wondered if, if, okay, if Jordan Clarkson at times, not all the time, but if he at times plays like that, Will it adversely affect Emmanuel Moutier and, and put him in the mindset of, okay, he's doing it, I'm going to do it too? Well, that's certainly Quinn Snyder's challenge, but that, that wasn't the case last night. In fact, uh, Austin dialed up those comments from Clarkson. Let's hear those. What was your first kind of eye-opening moment tonight on the floor where you realize just how much this team plays with a purpose and plays for each other, like you said? Uh, just as many swing-swing passes. You know, it's a lot of hockey assists um, going on. Uh, and then, you know, big plays by Donovan, uh, Joe, and uh, big fella, um, Rudy, man. He's uh, – those, those are special guys. Um, I'm definitely uh, 
definitely something, you know, nice to be a part of. Hmm. Well, that sounds like a pretty good attitude. Right? Mm -hmm. He said all the right things in the postgame, and, you know, he's been through this before. Uh, coming to a new team, so he probably knows what he's doing a little bit. But they, he he said everything you wanted to hear. I think uh, the answer him. the answer is really going to be a little a mix of both. I, I think you're going to see Jordan Clarkson create, and I'm, you're going to see him try to, to to blend in a little bit of both. Because sometimes when that bench is on the floor, you might also have Donovan Mitchell because of the staggered minutes, or you might have Joe Ingles on the floor as well. And if you have those guys around, then you don't want to be dominating the action yourself. So we'll see how it goes. But it's interesting. And then who, everyone knows the Jazz needed an awful lot of help uh, coming off the bench. All right, earlier you mentioned the BYU-Hawaii uh, Bowl. Uh, your impressions of what you saw, Jake? It was a, it was a fun, close game. Um, I, I thought uh, I, <laughs> I thought the offense looked good at times. And, and I, I thought, let me put it this way, because can I tell you the number one thing I took away from this BYU game was outrage. Outrage that ESPN could not have a camera on the Dern goal line. How is that so, so? How is that too much to ask? And and for folks who maybe haven't, well, studied it, I guess. But like angles and those sorts of things matter. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a different angle on the play that outraged everybody in the in the NFC title game last year? Not the play that's infamous, where it's right. kind of from behind it mm -hmm. and off to the sideline, but the play. Uh, the play, it's more from like the quarterback's view and up above. Yeah. I so the, the play was a pass interference. But mm -hmm. it, from that camera angle, it was far less egregious <laughs> than the one that is now famous, uh, you know, um, that caused all the controversy. Angles and these sorts of things matter. Uh, and how in today's day and age can they not just have just have a camera fixed on the goal line? Which it's play? It's not hard. Which play in particular are you referring the, the, to? The the helicopter play, the Zach uh, Wilson, yes. you the know, fumble? the fumble. Mm -hmm. I I I couldn't tell you definitively if he were in or, yeah. was in or not. It it looked pretty in to me, to be honest. But because of the angles, who knows? So that, how that, how can that, it, that was the biggest play of the game. It right was there. the biggest play of the game. And how can you not have a camera right there? It's mm -hmm. not that hard. Mm -hmm. Or we're putting little teeny cameras into all sorts of things. Why not put a camera on the pylon? Yeah. But have have a, a, a straight down the field angle so you can tell if he scores or not. That, that was ludicrous because that was that was the total Huge. difference. It was the total difference in the game right yes, there. It, to it, come it away with nothing from that. These turnovers that BYU had in that game, of course, the game ended on the uh, as far as BYU's turn on yeah, that, that was Zach a bad Wilson, throw uh, interception. But this is a problem, man. You can't win games doing that. Did you think BYU is a better team or not? Uh, no, but I think Hawaii's pretty good. I mean, what are we judging BYU? This is not the the Hawaii team that Joe Critchlow beat a couple of years mm -hmm. ago. This is a well coached team. That quarterback is good. I mean, the, the he offense. He has an interesting is throwing motion, doesn't he? Really interesting. Well, I don't think he's going to go pro by any means, but he, he sure got the job done. He's certainly effective, right? Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I didn't Zach think Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. He. Everyone. Everyone talked about how great he was going to be, and all this and all that. I'm telling you, he's got stuff he's got to learn. And I don't know whether he's banged up this year. You know, he had the issue with the thumb, and he had the issue with the shoulder. Uh, he he's a tough kid, 
and he's gifted in a lot of ways, but he he needs uh he needs to he needs I don't know he needs savvy, he needs experience, he knows he needs when to throw the ball and when not to throw the ball because it's too punitive for his team. His team is depending on him too much for him to be turning the ball over. Yeah, I I don't want to make excuses for him. I'm not entirely sure he's he's all that healthy. I thought it was a pretty gritty performance. I'm with you. He's he's got a lot to improve on, sure. Be nice if he had a, you know, a touch more playmaking ability around him to throw to, but uh, you know, Bushman played pretty well. I, I don't know. It, it was far from the fir- the perfect game, but I I didn't think that BYU should come out of this game with like a high shame factor. Does that make any sense? Like, and yet, and like, yet, you know that the fan base was feeling some of that because Hawaii. You know but that I, that that's what people there would think. They were they went to their conference title game. I mean, if you're if if you're ashamed of that loss to Hawaii, then where are your expectations for BYU? Because if if they would have lost to a, a six and six Mountain West team, okay, mm-hmm. I could see some shame there. Uh, Hawaii beat some good teams, including San Diego State. They go to the conference title game. I mean, that's that's a that's a good team. Plus, they have to when they go on the road, they have to overcome some disadvantages, you know. Mm-hmm. And they still came away with some wins on the road. They they're playing in their home stadium. I mean, they're they're. It wasn't a perfect game. People could have played better. I got it. Well, the turnovers but, were too too punitive. But the, it just can't happen. It, but there was nothing to be ashamed about with that game. In fact, it was fun to watch. Uh, now, shame, shame is a strong word. If BYU wants to be what it claims it wants to be, that that loss will not uh, settle easily. I, I know. I mean, it's, oh, okay. it's I'm Hawaii. Not, Come on. Listen, I'm not, I'm not letting BYU off the hook. The the shame factor out of after South Florida should have been through the the Duran roof. The, the way they played against San Diego State, there was a little, there was a little yeah. shame there. Yeah. Toledo, certainly there, that was a loss. To, there was a little shame in that loss. This one, eh, not so, so bad. Hawaii's good. They're so, playing at so, home. So BYU ended up with the same record this year as it had last year. I think they took a step, step forward this year. Let's, let's take record off schedule, the table for a schedule second. Schedule was tougher. They were Boise State's lone loss, and they beat USC, who, uh, you know, USC turned out to be a good football team. Mm-hmm. They weren't world beaters by any means, but they turned out to be a pretty good football team. Well, they beat the Utes. And BYU outcoached USC. They outgame-planned USC. They deserve a lot of I, – I think – and Tennessee turned out to be a decent football team too. So I, this year was better than last year. Yeah, I, I would say so, but probably did not make – Quite as much uh, progress, and I'm basing that on the losses to the to the lower level teams, and I consider Hawaii one of those teams. I understand what you're saying, but South Florida, Toledo, I mean, those are just you can't lose to teams like that. Uh, and BYU did. Would we'll you see. Would you have felt that way if they would have lost to Utah State? Uh, well, because Hawaii's better than Utah State. Yeah, I suppose. No, they are. Oh, okay. They have better record, better wins, better team. I just think that's that's. Uh, it might not be shameful, but it's a loss that doesn't sit well with that program. I'll say it that way. All right. Well, I don't. I don't think anybody should should get their underwear too bunched up over it. I don't think it's it's really that big a deal. So if BYU were in the Mountain West, it wouldn't be good enough to win the league. No, not this year. Mm-hmm. Although they beat the they beat the champ of the league, so 
Yeah, but they lost to San Diego State and to Hawaii. Right. Is another one in there somewhere? No, because they beat Utah State and Boise. That's right. All right, when we come back, uh, Kyle Whittingham got himself uh, a nice trophy. All right. uh, There's a certain professional athlete who pulled something off after watching Pitch Perfect that if you were single, if Austin were single, you could not have pulled off. And I want to discuss that with you. Live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it will blow your mind. Come find out what they're all about. We have jazz gear for you. We'll have more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Rudy, it's not. I like that he thinks he's the best defensive player in the league. That's the right mindset to have. No, no, he believes that because he is. Like, he doesn't try to convince himself he is. In 2014, Rudy didn't come out and go, I'm the best defensive player in the league. No, Rudy was saying, I would like to be, and I have work to do to get there because he knew it was a process. Mm. He still doesn't believe he's arrived. He just knows he's the best defensive player in the league. You love this mentality. I'm sure it can be tough to get along with that type of personality at times. Yes! But you know what you're always going to get from him. You better believe it. And that is the most important thing for me. In any walk of life, that's what you want. You have to start from a standpoint of knowing what you're going to get from the person next right to you. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Fly me to the moon. Let me swing among those stars. Let me see what spring is like on Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thanks for making us part of your day. We're live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. You're welcome to come on by and see us. Uh, Game tonight, the Stars, Gordon, they've won 13 in a row. They're back in action out at Salt Lake Community College at Bruin Arena. It's Star Wars night, and uh, let's give out a four-pack of tickets. 855-340-ZONE to the 12th caller right now, 855-340-ZONE. We also have some Stars tickets at the remote today uh, for Saturday's game, if you want to drop by and get those. Brian Russell is going to be on the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, and uh, he's going to be at the game signing autographs on Saturday. So. We'll talk to Brian about that. Uh, let's knock a quick item off the list, Gordon, and then we'll talk to uh, Race about uh, hooking folks up. All right, let's just do the one. Kyle Whittingham wins the Dodd Trophy. The Dodd. Or whatever it's called. Isn't that what it's called? Uh, I, it is. I, I Named it after Dennis Dodd, right? Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, he it, it is awarded to a coach that personifies integrity. Okay. I think that's a pretty and good. And leadership. And I, I, Kyle, are you Kyle, saying that like he does? No, no, I, no. I think he does. Uh, I think Kyle Whittingham is a very worthy participant. I mean, uh, um, award winner there, no doubt about it. But that's a big deal. That's that's a nice award. Yeah, and I, I think you know if you look at Utah's graduation rates, and I know that stuff isn't very important to you, Gordon, because you think they're pros. But it's amazing. I never said that part that graduation was not important it's at the top of the conference which is pretty remarkable given some of the 
the universities that they're involved with. So the, the he should be commended for those things. Uh, great. Awards. I, think I don't he want does, no freaking awards. He does put his money where his mouth is. <laughs> okay, good enough. But you just think they're, they're commodities being used and, you know, not getting anything out of it. And so what do you care about graduation not rates? Because you think it's all hypocritical. Not and, true. You know, not I know, true. I got it. But not I true. actually value these things. Not true. Well, maybe you value them, but so do I. Mm-hmm. Let's just take the hypocrisy out of the whole thing. Let's take all the uh, the sham out of it. There is none, and they oh, should. Oh, how about, really now? How about okay. we add uh, some? Here, let me hand you fifty thousand dollars in a, a brown, uh, you know, paper bag here. How about got- we add some appreciation to the equation? You know, like hey. Thanks for this free education. This is really going to benefit my entire life. Thank you very much for providing me this this opportunity. Oh, and, and meanwhile, you're making billions of dollars. Oh, but I owe you. Making billions of dollars? What, do you think like there's some fat cat at the top of this thing uh, profiting and putting it in his pocket? Talking about college sports in general. Hmm. All right, we are live at the Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Drop on by and see us. Our good friend Race is with us once again. Race, let's save some folks some money. Hey, you know, it's really hard to believe that it's almost the end of another decade. Yeah. That is kind of crazy. And that a new decade's going to start in just a couple of days. That's wild. (laughs) Over the past year, Tom has given some pretty great deals, I have to admit, store-wide discounts. I remember when he gave 10% off everything in the store, and we had lots of people. Then he did 15% off everything in the store. And I think it was even last week, he did 20% off everything in the store that had a yellow and pink price tag. Well, Tom's away at the wedding. (laughs) And all I can do is when he gets back, I'll say, I'm sorry I did this. It's easier to ask for forgiveness. Considerate wedding presents to all the (laughs) listeners out there. So here's what I want to do. Our prices are already lower than the big box stores up and down the street from us. But for today and tomorrow only, if you come into our Salt Lake store in our Orem store and you say, I heard this ad on the zone, anything in the store with a pink or yellow price tag, take another 20 Five percent off. Wow. That's an incredible deal. So come in as soon as possible and remember to mention the ad for the discount. Boom. All right. It's 86 East University Parkway in Orem or it's uh, 1967 South 300 West here in Salt Lake. And uh, take advantage of it because race is giving away the store. So now is the time to uh, to come in and uh, certainly uh, take advantage of, of these great deals. We also want to remind you to join Tony and Austin. They will be broadcasting live at the grand opening of Bout Time Pub and Grub Sports Bar, 1820 uh, Travers Parkway in Lehigh next to Harmons. That's going to be Tuesday the 31st from 10 a.m. till noon with great jazz swag. Austin, how do you get? How did you get that cool remote? I want to go to Bout Time. I want to have a remote at Bout Time Come on, on New Year's Eve. Come on We'd that love sounds, to have you. That sounds sweet. I think it's because they think Austin's the life of the party. Yeah. Wow. That's... <laughs> So, geez, Tony and Austin get all the perks. Oh, yeah. All right, stay tuned. More next. Uh, we're going to talk to Ben Anderson, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. 
This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. They've got huge auctions in Meridian. Right on the edge of Boise, they do some really big auctions. Not the storage auctions, but, oh. but sightseeing Oh, auctions. yeah, yeah. Because honestly, you go to one of those storage unit places up in Idaho, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you don't want that. All right, this meth lab goes for $100. I don't understand all these bottles of iodine. Wow. Yeah. You're going deep. I had a girlfriend that was arrested and put in prison for a long time. Um, so Wait a minute. No, you know that. <laughs> I know it. Uh, my first kiss went to prison for 30 some odd years for it's true. a very large meth lab. <laughs> That's kind of a rough first kiss. This kiss, this kiss, Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.